Welcome to Scotch Parlor. I'm Rick Scotch, your host of the Scotch Parlor podcast, where we capture and share the journeys and stories of inspiring creators who are out in the world doing what they love. Inspire, explore, create. Life is good. Let's get started. Rick Scotch of the Scotch Parlor Podcast. Today I have Kyle Merwin and George Diath, who are the founders of creative branding and marketing agency Born and Bread. Kyle, who was originally born in Bolivia, but raised in San Francisco, was a serial entrepreneur in San Francisco when he began building the Ease brand as employee number 18 and met George, who hailed from the UK as a career designer for Fortune 500 companies. Their yin-yang dynamic yielded instant business chemistry and Born and Bread was founded. Since 2017, their creative branding and marketing agency, Born and Bread, has built and continues to help grow brands like Ease, Del Monte's Pink Low Pineapple, and Whisper. I'm super pumped to have you guys here share your journey and uh, give insights on what it's like running an agency. And uh, again, gentlemen, thank you for being here. And I will pass it on for you guys to say hi. And if you guys want to give your guys' intro, I can start off with Kyle. Awesome. Hey, Rick, thank you so much for having us. Uh, I'm Kyle Merwin. I'm one of the co-founders here at Born and Bread. Uh, I ran, I run brand strategy here and uh, yeah, Bay Area native, uh, grew up uh, right across the bridge in San Rafael and, um, you know, excited to be, you know, bringing brands to life in San Francisco. So uh, yeah, thanks for having us, Rick. Absolutely. Absolutely. What about you, George? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks again. Thanks for having us, Rick. Yeah. So I'm George. I'm the other co-founder here at Born and Bred. I'm uh, the CCO at Born and Bred Chief Creative Officer. So I run the creative team, um, you know, very, very talented team. Um, you'll be able to tell me and Carl apart from the accents. So that shouldn't be a problem. Um, I'm from <laughs> England, uh, the UK, and came over here about four years ago. So, um, yeah, just excited to be here. It's been you know, a pleasure building brands and excited to be talking to you. Awesome. 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 So, so then let's talk a little bit about growing up. Um, so were you guys, uh, that always been creative or, you know, that creative kid, or were you that athlete or were you that kid or that kid that just, you know, that limited stand, that entrepreneur, how would you, how would you say Kyle, as you were growing up, what do you, what do you, what did you classify yourself as? Yeah. Great question. I think I've, Definitely always, you know, leaned more creative uh, than, than the other side of the brain. Um, I, uh, my mediums, though, have been more like in the uh, film, writing. Um, you know, I begged my mom to get a MacBook Pro when I was in middle school, or not a MacBook Pro, but an iMac when I was in, in high school because yeah, I wanted okay. to edit videos and make, you know, silly things for YouTube. So, yeah, always, you know, always felt creative, always felt, you know, the need to, you know, look at something and try to figure out a different way of doing it so yeah it's definitely been been a part of my life and can't say that i anticipated it being you know what i do what i did for a living and you know i didn't i didn't know if that that was the trajectory i was headed on but yeah definitely always been a part of my life nice 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 what about you george yeah i mean i my mom was incredibly creative um so as a kid i was always painting and drawing and you know obviously i went through this whole system of you know university um college and um just you know on graphic design and illustration so always been creative but yeah i mean early on i loved building stuff you know i was always i was you know five years old and trying to start a magazine for the town and you know got to one page and ended up you know folding because my partner in crime just decided he had better things to do in his life at five years old so um you know yeah always like building things always like you know love product design as well you know building tables and that kind of stuff so yeah always like building things you know i think i think that's been important and i think that's why you know at born and bread we love building brands love building a team um you know love building something new so yeah 
Cool, cool. Now, as far as um, like schooling, did you guys, um, would you guys consider yourself more self-taught or and did you guys actually go through a design school to kind of be where you're at now? Yeah, so I think George and I have definitely different um, experiences there. I went to school here in the Bay Area at UC Berkeley, Go Bears. Um, <laughs> I studied media studies, which is kind of an interdisciplinary study combining marketing, advertising, communications, history, sociology. So a lot of really interesting um, areas and um, really kind of, I had more of a business focus. And then, um, you know, George is the, uh, George is the classically trained artist of the two of us. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. So, and so what about you, George? Yeah. So I, yeah, I was, I was, you know, um, high school, just painting, creating, designing, um, then realized that I wasn't going to make any money as a starving artist, you know, in terms of like painting, I was not that good at all. So, um, tried to pick up a computer and entered into the graphic design and illustration world at, at university. And, um, that was amazing. I was, I really loved combining the two mediums, you know, um, which, which was awesome for that year, a couple of years. And then, um, yeah, just kind of went in straight into jobs and, you know, you're, you sort of mentioned about the self learning part. Um, definitely always been a self-learner you know like always been into like you know improving in that area so um kind of a mixture of the two gotcha okay and now now as far as um was there a point in your guys's life as you guys were growing up um where it kind of or or you were inspired by maybe somebody in particular that kind of guided you more into the creative world yeah i mean so my parents were actually my parents are pretty um, substantial in that area in terms of my dad was very business minded. So he was incredibly, um, he business minded. He, you know, built, started, you know, bought companies, um, you know, really strategic in that area. And then my mom was totally opposite side of the brain. She was super creative, painting all the time. She still, you know, does pastels today. So I really learned just kind of about the two sides of the coin through that, honestly. And it was, it was really insightful. And, and that's kind of think why I like the business side of things as much as I like the creative side of things right now. So. Gotcha. So yeah, you definitely had the best, the mix of both. So that's, that's pretty best cool. Of both, yeah. yeah that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. What about you, Kyle? Was there any, or like a strong memory that just kind of like, was like, okay, this is the route I'm going to go. Yeah. You know, I got to, I think probably put it back to that, um, you know, getting that iMac computer when I was in, you know, high school and just being able to jump into iMovie and, uh, you know, create fun little videos with my friends and classmates. Um, you know, it's kind of at the, the explosion of YouTube. Right. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, just, uh, yeah, really, you know, really explore experimenting with that. And, you know, film was really, you know, my first true, I'd say like, you know, medium that I loved, uh, working out of and, you know, the full suite, you know, writing, directing, filming it, editing it together. So, um, I think at that point I knew that, you know, that, really interested me and it was, you know, a possible area that I'd love to make a career out of. And I, you know, even applied to different film schools, ended up uh, not pursuing that professionally, but I knew that, um, you know, some, you know, in some way in my life, I, I wanted to do something that I could be creative in or, or make something, you know, honestly just make stuff that people like, you know, and, yeah. and, and gives them joy. That's really, I think like the, the root, um, drive behind it all. Nice, nice. That's your, that's your, that's your almost your, that's your why, why you do your thing, right? Totally. Uh, totally. So, and it's, that's awesome because it's, um, I, so as when you got that iMac, that just basically gave you the, that creative drug where you just needed to, to build something that didn't exist yesterday that existed today. And that's, and yeah, that's what a exactly. creator is all about. I'm like man. George. 
Yeah, I'm like George. I've, I've never been a never been too great of a drawer, artist, or illustrator. So for me, it was just much easier just to film stuff, cut it up in different <laughs> clips. And, nice. Uh, you know, nice. I think it, it suited it suited my my abilities and and you know gave me a good outlet. Nice, nice, nice. All right, so that's awesome, guys. So then, as far as like you guys as creators, you guys met. Uh, you guys met at Ease, correct? <laughs> No, so actually, I was at Ease when we uh-huh. met, um, working there in the you know growth and marketing teams. Um, but uh, no, George was actually at an agency called Fuse Project. Gotcha. Okay. 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 And then, as far as I mean, obviously, you guys had you know good chemistry, business chemistry, friendship chemistry. So how did it all like? How did this? I, you guys were guys having drinks one day and just kind of like you know what, let's let's do this. Uh, and you know, born and bred uh, was you know was the idea was the seed was planted. So how did it all come about? Yeah, um, it <laughs> it was actually uh, so I was actually sat on my couch one night, uh, and so at that time I was still at Fuse Project, and I kind of started born and bred as like a side gig. It was very much my freelance, you know, company that I kind of branded. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just realizing that, you know, we were picking up some clients, it's getting very exciting. And, you know, we were thinking, you know, I was thinking about, you know, potentially hiring a designer and, um, you know, just kind of somebody to offset everything, but realizing that I could not take this on, on my own. <laughs> so I actually sent a very lengthy text message to Kyle, um, totally out of the blue, no context, just sent in this massive long message about basically just saying like, you know, this is what I have going on. He, he knew about what, um, you know, I was doing and, and every time we talked about it just at the pub or, um, on a night out, like he was very excited by it. But, um, yeah, so very sporadic text message to him. Um, he responded really quickly and was excited. And then I took him to the Cavalier, which is an English, um, restaurant in, in the heart of San Francisco to woo uh-huh. him and, uh, <laughs> and the rest is awesome. history. <laughs> and born and bred. There you go. And All the, right. there it was, it was born. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's awesome. It's, it, it, as far as, uh, what, what's your take on that, Kyle? Is that, uh, you, you, was the, it was the, the dinner, him, um, trying to get you involved was a pretty instant. <laughs> yeah. You know, I would say it, it was equal parts, you know, the person like I'd, you know, become friends with George at that point, you know, I, I really respected, you know, him as a you know person and, and entrepreneur. And, um, you know, I thought, Hey, if there's, you know, someone I can go to business and go into business with, I can't think of a better, you know, person and, um, also his vision. So, you know, my background is in consumer marketing, consumer brand building, um, I had worked with agencies, evaluated agencies before, um, but I hadn't really grasped the agency ecosystem and, and market um, like George had and, and, and how he had kind of seen what was going on in San Francisco. So his vision of building a brand agency that was focused on building modern brands for the types of businesses that are you know born in San Francisco, funded and, and emerge out of Silicon Valley, um, really excited me. And I, I saw the huge and tremendous potential in that. And, um, you know, he's, like I said, just a, you know, yin to my yang. So, I, you know, yeah. it, was, it was an easy decision. It was a quick text back. Nice. nice. And, the, now, and the Cavalier dinner didn't hurt too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, uh, Kyle, when you, uh, when you guys started, because 2017, it, it officially st- was founded, correct? Uh, mm-hmm. Did you, were you still working at, or did you instantly like go full on, um, uh, no, no, no income coming in and start this born and bread, or did you kind of ease into the, to, to starting born and bread? 
Yeah, you, you won't tell my former bosses, right? No, no I know, right? I know it's always like, hey, you were working two jobs. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, there was like a couple months where, where both of us were, you know, kind of uh, working after hours, setting up the foundation. And then a couple months where we were straight up doing both. And, you know, then I finally went to my, you know, team at Ease and I told them, hey, you know, I'm going to um, go out and do my own thing. You know, this has, you know, been an absolutely amazing experience. Here. Yeah. Um, I think they all saw it, you know, they saw it coming and they were very supportive of it. And, then we just threw ourselves into it. Um, nice, you know, right, nice. Right in there. Yeah. And, then, and the reason I asked is because obviously you were in a, you were ease was on the pinnacle of what was happening with, you know, the, the marijuana industry. So that I'm sure that was a, you know, it was, you had to make a choice, right? Go on your own or stick with, you know, yeah. a company that's growing. So, yeah, so. absolutely. And I mean, I think one of the things, um, you know, I really fell in love with that ease was being able to be within a small, fast growing company, have a lot of, you know, um, agency and impact there. And, um, you know, I, I recognized that it was, you know, becoming much bigger than that. And that's, that was the goal. That's what we were building. Um, but I wanted to get back to, you know, the roots, so to speak, and, uh, you know, build something over again from the ground up. And, uh, you know, George presented, you know, like I said, a great opportunity and a tremendous vision. Nice. Nice. And now George, since you, you had come up with the name born and bred, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love, I absolutely love the name. So how <laughs> did, you. I mean, tell me about how it, how it came about as far as the idea of the name. Yeah. I mean, the vision for the company was kind of, um, it's obviously grown a lot, especially with Kyle and the team coming on board. It, it's got, it's grown so much, but the ethos has always been there. You know, the ethos of, uh, you know, growing brands, breeding brands, it's always been a part of what like I've been taught to do and what I want to do. So, you know, born is very much about the start of a brand, right? How it's created, starting something from total scratch. Um, and then, you know, the bread side is very much the growth side. You know, that's where you see packaging, you see websites, you see long-term partnerships come from. You see how an audience, um, how companies connect with an audience over a long period of time, how they're talking to them, how that evolves. So, you know, the name really kind of stems from that. And it's important for us now, even more so, is because that's really the two sides of our business, you know, the born and the bread. You know, we launch brands, we grow brands, you know, and that's, that's kind of where it came from. And that's kind of why it means so much to us now. Nice. I no, I, I absolutely love that name. And it just your just the the origin story and the meaning behind it, it just absolutely makes sense. So much props to you guys on that. And that's why you no, guys are a creative that. agency, right? <laughs> With good <laughs> names. <laughs> so, you know, as create creative agency owners, like how do you guys um and it's obviously a fast moving industry how do you guys keep up like as far as you know just making sure that you're staying on top of trends design styles um or just explain whoever wants to explain that yeah no absolutely i mean i think you know honestly it's about building the right team i mean there's two things i mean i read a lot reading is a massive part of my day-to-day i absolutely love reading and books and i'm sure we'll talk about that in a bit but it's the team it's really is the team like they have their finger on the pulse as much as we do you know and um you know they're from different backgrounds different people different experiences and and constantly talk to them communicate with them every single day um that's where i get a lot of my learning from you know i learn from our team every day and also just like what's happening in the world you know like brands have to react to the world of chaos and the world you know the best of the world as well and i think um you know just stay on pulse of that and and that definitely helps um you know keep us up to date as well nice nice what about you kyle how, how are you staying on top of the the industry yeah i mean i would say you know the the usual channels right uh 
you know, stay on top of, you know, uh, industry newsletters, trend reports, um, you know, following the news, social media, Reddit, Instagram, you know, kind of the usual suspects. And I think, you know, just, um, you know, one, one really interesting thing that I've learned at my time at Born and Bread, right? I didn't come from an agency background. You know, we are in the business of providing, you know, vision, creativity, um, experience as a product. It's a fascinating, fascinating, interesting business in an area where there's no shortage of amazing, you know, businesses vying for the attention of consumers, right? And a lot of these businesses don't have the internal teams you know, to support that creative, that growth, constantly be putting out messages and content and experiences that keep people hooked and engaged. Right. And, um, you know, that, that product of creativity, that's a function of people. And, you know, to George's point, we stay on top of things. We're able to provide this as a service because our team is built up of people who, I mean, they don't need the internet to stay on top of the trends. They feel it. It's part of their, you know, their DNA. I feel like we all kind of know these people that are always like two steps ahead of the trend or notice, you know, little movements in fashion or in communication or, um, you know, in, in society. And those are the, you know, designers, writers, strategists that work for us. So, um, you know, to an extent, look, we do all the, you know, do all the standard things, pay attention to the newsletters, this, you know, social media and news. Um, but really it's a, it's a team, it's a culture thing. It's a type of person, um, who, you know, can feel has a sense for trends. Like some people have a sense for direction or time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Scotch Parlor podcast. Just a quick reminder, make sure you make a visit to scotchparlor.com, subscribe to the podcast, and also check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Scotch Parlor. Now back to the episode. What's what's one thing as agency owners and maybe just even as a creator, you wish you had known before you began? I think for me personally, uh, and it's a very, it's a kind of started as a very small thing, but kind of broadened out. One thing I really wish I'd known um, early on is how to get an idea across. <laughs> and I used to back in, um, you know, university, I had this amazing tutor and I used to try and get my idea across with this four hour picture that I would draw and it would take me ages and I'd spend hours, you know, just kind of, you know, shading and drawing and making sure it's perfect and show them. And it was like, you know, that might be not be quite right, or that's just you know wrong, or it's terrible, whatever it is, the idea isn't resonate with the brand. And it's like that idea that, you know, you can just draw four or five lines and get the same idea across, you know, and I think <laughs> that's what I learned real early on. And I think that was really, really important, especially when you get into the agency world, because, you know, getting that idea across, selling that idea in the simplest way possible is so important. So I wish I'd learned that so much earlier because it, it wasn't just that moment that I was able to stop doing that. And, you know, it took me a long time to realize how to get an idea across and to sell it in the right way to get the client buy-in. That's great. Wow. That's, that's awesome. Okay. So get, learn how to do, sell your ideas and put your ideas across is, is definitely a, um, without spending a lot of time on the idea itself. Yeah. Cause then he, he took, he turned over the piece of paper and he drew the same idea in 20 seconds. And I was like, well, <laughs> oh, no. all right, right. <laughs> well, okay. So lesson, the, lesson learned. Yeah, I know. Right. So then that actually goes into like the, the whole idea of the, the unicorn, right? Perfectionism. Right. So how do you, I mean, so I, I, you probably know the answer now because you've learned, you're learning on how to get your, your, your idea across quickly, but how do you deal with that? Where you, you know, us as creators, you want it, we want us everything to look beautiful, perfect, but 
how do you battle that? Uh, and especially when you're dealing with clients, I mean, uh, because they're they probably want everything polished and and beautiful, but but you have to sell that vision visually. I think within like within the context of the agency, right? Us, George, and me, that our team, what we're working on, um, our north star isn't our own, uh, you know, subjective, personal, you know, perfectionist, you know, idea of the creative. It's the problem or the challenge that we're solving for our client, right? It's the business challenge there. So I think what we always do and what we've created a culture at Born and Bread and doing is taking a step back from maybe some of like our personal, you know, opinions or um, perfectionist tendencies and making sure that, you know, all the effort we're putting in is in advancing the goals of the project or brief. Um, and then that way, it, you know, kind of remove some of the, you know, personal, you know, feelings around what you're producing, whether that's written or or, or drawn or, or rendered. Um, and it puts it more on thinking about, look, is what I'm putting forth advancing the goals of the client to the best of, of our abilities? So I think that's what we do. And that, that kind of helps relieve some of that anxiety and block around, you know, some of the standards or subjective ideas we hold ourselves to on the day to day. Nice, nice. And that totally makes sense. That's awesome. So and as far as your guys's, um, I mean, I see it with the, just, you know, the way you guys are, the way you guys are answering and the way you guys, it's just great, great knowledge. Um, what, you know, your secret sauce, what would you guys say your, your, your secret sauce to success has been and as an agency or just you as an individual, what do you, what do you feel like your, your, your strengths are, um, maybe you can express that. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, two things um, that have, you know, when we were starting the agency, it was just the two of us and two points that we've extended to the full team and the culture at Born and Bread that continuously serve us very well and, and contribute to our growth um, are first and foremost, you know, just be different, be unique, try to do something that hasn't been done before. And that doesn't just mean in the creative, that means um, in the way we structure our relationships with clients in the way that we um, position our services, the way that we explain um, our scope of work all the way down to um, every single, you know, um, piece of creative um, or brand that we create um, needs to be different, needs to be unique. And when you hold yourself to that, that standard, um, you continuously, you know, do things that capture people's attention and, and, you know, draw them in. And then the second would be, you know, it's a, it's a principle that we have, you know, on a lot of our, you know, collateral website, things like that. But um, we say, you know, if the devil's in the details, hail Satan. And really the, <laughs> the idea there is that, it doesn't matter, you know, how big or small it is. It doesn't matter if it's a, you know, full campaign to a single social post. Um, details matter. Go into the details. Do something, you know, unique and surprising and new and different, and be detail oriented. And I think, you know, those are the primary, you know, two ingredients of our of our secret sauce as a, as an agency, as a group of people. I love it. Love it. Love it. So now, now I want to focus on you guys as individuals. What does creating do for you internally? Yeah, I can, I can start out here, George. Um, yeah, sure. So for me personally, I think I'm constantly someone who's, you know, maybe not so much obsessed with being, you know, with perfection, but more so better. You know, um, I, I continuously like to look at anything and, and think about how could this be better? Whether that's, you know, an experience, an app, uh, a design, 
uh, even a recipe. I, I'm, I love to cook. I, I, you know, whenever, whenever I, whenever I cook for people, I, I always ask them like, what, what could I do to be better? People always try to be polite and, you know, say, oh, this is uh-huh. great. It's the best I've ever had. I'm like, oh, there's no way I want to know. Oh, yeah. you know, I want to know what could be better. So I think, you know, um, creating an agency that, um, you know, de- you know, develops, creates and grows brands, produces, you know, things that, um, you know, entertain, delight people. Um, I think it just allows, you know, allows me to feel like I'm making things better. And uh, that feels really gratifying. And, and to know that, um, you know, we either explained a concept better, or we brought something to life visually better, or we're helping a business um, acquire and retain customers better, because, you know, it's just so much um it's it's better executed than they could have done themselves is extremely gratifying so i think that's what you know for me allows just to do things do things better break the status quo nice nice what about you george yeah i think it's interesting because i think what carl mentioned about making things better is like you know kind of the second half of born and bred what really makes me tick is i said building something from the ground up building something you know building a brand that wasn't there before like that small acorn that kind of grows into the mighty oak tree like I love that, you know, just being able to like talk to an audience in a way that haven't been taught to before or showing them a way that, you know, a visual that they haven't seen before or some reimagining something that was there before that is new. So I think that for me, that's like what really makes me tick. And I think that goes back to, you know, like that's my excitement. And then Kyle really does have that vision to really to kind of take it and, and grow and make it better. Nice, nice, nice. So if you guys, if someone, a creative entrepreneur, came up to you guys what good advice would you give them um is it all about you know focusing on social media is it good you know have a great website blogging something just that, that you can they can take as you know a good nugget of information for themselves and um, i don't yeah. know if Cuomo wants to start yeah it's it's instant impact to me it's it's instant impact in the sense of like you know, it's the same as brands. You get 20 or 30 seconds to pull somebody into your brand and it's no different for your own personal brand and your own personal achievements. So, um, you know, when we look at websites, when we're evaluating people, when people approach us and, you know, send us their websites, or we're looking at a hundred websites in a day, um, to figure out like who's the best fit for the team and who's got that real spark. Um, you know, we only really spend sort of 10 to 20 seconds on the homepage, you know, either that big powerful statement or that really interesting visual language, something that just really pulls you in. Because once they pull me in, I'll spend five, six minutes reading everything, digging into their background and understanding who they are and what makes them tick. But it's really about that initial impact. Um, so that's my would be my biggest piece of advice is like what whoever you are, however you want to make it, make that impact and present it well. And then and then you'll get a very, very good response. Nice, nice. What about you, Kyle? Do you have uh, some a piece of advice for that that person that's asking as a creative entrepreneur? Yeah, I would say um, I'm not trying not to repeat what George said. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> it's, it's always tough to go second after like after you guys know, what you guys said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, advice that I would give to a creative entrepreneur. I would say don't be afraid to, you know, reach out to reach out to your audience and and really interject yourself into the conversation with them. Um, I think, you know, George and I put a lot of attention into crafting the born and bred brand and our story and our value proposition. Um, But if you're a creative and you think that, you know, your audience is just going to kind of come to you naturally, organically, or you're or just kind of sitting back and, and not making a lot of noise, it's going to be really hard. And, and you kind of lose the control over whether or not you're going to get noticed and whether your work is going to get noticed. So I would say, you know, don't, 
you know, don't just publish that thing or, or produce that asset or come up with that idea and leave it there. Go and bang on the doors, you know, cold email people, um, reach out to them on LinkedIn, DM them on Instagram, do whatever it takes to get that in front of, you know, in front of them. Cause creative, um, is it's one of those amazing things where, you know, when your audience sees it and they like it, they know immediately, you know, when you create something that grabs someone's attention is different. Um, that song that is super catchy. Like once they hear it, they love it, but um, the audience isn't going to build itself. So, um, you know, don't hold back from, you know, making and manufacturing your own audience and, and using the internet to, to get your, you know, get your thing in front of them. Nice. Nice. So, so then, and it might really go into the next question I wanted to ask you guys. If you, as now back as, as owners of the agency and you guys are looking to hire someone, um, and what, maybe we could just talk about strengths and weaknesses. Uh, what strengths, do you look for when you're, when you're looking to bring somebody on to you with your guys' agency? Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, obviously aside from the amazing work, there's so many incredible people out there and that we're lucky to work with a lot of them. I think it's just attitude and energy. You know, I think that's such a big deal in the creative space to have that creative energy that flows through that's positive. Um, it's so important and it's made such a difference at the agency where we've got such a group of positive people. And, you know, I've been at agencies that, have that same energy and we're really trying to replicate that so anybody that we bring on uh you know that's kind of what we're looking for like-minded people people that also think totally differently you know that i mean that's equally if not as important it's just um making sure they have good energy and are excited to be part of the team yeah absolutely like george said talent gets you a look um, but what gets you really in the door and I think what, you know, produces the best working environment, team culture, and ultimately the best work is that stellar attitude, um, that devotion to your teammates, um, putting out really good energy, being a leader and, um, you know, try, not being afraid to do something different, take risks, take, take creative leaps. And, um, and, uh, you know, I think, um, another X factor too, that I would definitely encourage all creatives um, to do is, you know, pursue their, you know, informal or formal business education. I think um, early on, a lot of us are taught, you know, your left brain or your right brain, you're creative or you're not, you're, uh, you know, you're good at math or you're not. And um, I think a lot of people and especially creative start to self-select themselves out of, you know, finance or the stock market or, um, you know, business operations. And I think if you're planning on making, you know, creative, um, your, your, uh, your profession and, and offering your creative, um, as a service, it really helps to also make sure you're, you know, kind of pursuing and thinking about your business education so that you can, um, constantly be framing up your services to your clients and helping them advance their business goals. Because at the end of the day, um, you know, our clients don't just hire us to, to make, you know, entertainment, you know, we'd be in the movie business if that's what we were doing, but, um, we're ultimately creating, you know, things that advance business goals. So, you know, I'm not saying you need to go to business school or anything like that, but you know, check out some blogs, familiarize yourselves and don't be afraid to pursue that side as much as, um, you know, the creative side. Yeah. Well said. Beautiful. So then like, as far as that, like, what do you guys have any resources that you guys have used over the years that, can I, again, keeps you on the trends. Uh, do you guys have any recommendations that you guys use? Yeah. I mean, we, uh, we're big fans of, you know, we're, we're digital natives. Uh, we, you know, we more or less grew up with the internet. So, uh, we're constantly going to YouTube and, um, Reddit, um, you know, nothing, uh, 
nothing, you know, I guess, you know, super groundbreaking in terms of like where to go find this information. But I think in your creative process, you know, something all creatives can do is just make sure that they have, you know, in creative in the sense of, you know, you're providing this as a service to your clients, but, you know, kind of starting off with their business objectives, right. And just not being afraid to ask, like, you know, what, what should my creative be doing for you? Are you trying to acquire new customers? Are you trying to retain them? Um, if it's re- about retaining these customers, is it retaining, you know, people, that are early on in the experience or are you like customers that have been with you for a long time thinking about that, spending some time understanding their goals, and then maybe doing a deeper dive on their industry and, and ramping, you know, ramping yourself up quickly on that. You know, we, uh, born and bred is an industry agnostic brand agency. So unlike a lot of other brand agencies that just specialize in tech or CPG or automotive, um, we actually work in all industries and that's by design. And so we have a process as part of the creative brief where anyone in our team can go from, you know, never hearing about never, you know, working or familiarizing themselves with, you know, AI based hearing aids to, you know, more or less becoming enough of an expert on that to create really compelling content in a couple of days. Right. And that's down to process, um, rather than necessarily like any one book or channel. Yeah, that's 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 cool. And George, did you want to have any input on that as far as just, you know, resources that you've used? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think um, it's a less traditional resource, I guess, is mentorship. Like some of the best resources I've had is through mentorship. Some of um, the best relationships I've had there, they've taught me so much. And I'd anybody that can find a good mentor, I think it would, you know, is that's the way to go. As Carl said, there's tons of um, you know websites and, you know, like I said, love books to kind of really dig into the um, fine details. But there's nothing better than learning from somebody that's already been there and done it. It's like a cheat code, you know, <laughs> you kind mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. You get there much faster. And um, I think so. Yeah, as said, anybody that can find a strong mentor in the profession they want to want to go down, that's that's I think would be my uh, best resource I've ever had. Nice. Yeah. No, definitely. I like the way you said it. it's like a cheat code because it is saves so much time with a mentor. <laughs> but it's finding that Absolutely. mentor is the hardest part. <laughs> so, so gentlemen, what do you? I, so I, the acronym I created is WIDWID. Like, so why I do what I do. Uh, we can, Kyle, if you want to go first, but what's your inspiration on why you, why you do this? Because I'm sure, you know, there's day, I mean, it's, a, it's I'm sure it's a stress, it could be, it's a stressful career being an entrepreneur in itself and just being a creative, but so why do you do it? Yeah. Um, you know, I think originally when it was, you know, George and myself in a, you know, in a cafe, actually it was another cafe over, um, you know, in the, in the Tenderloin, uh, Knob Hill area. Um, it was, you know, it was about disrupting the status quo, right? It was about um, creating an agency, creating a service that was different than what was out there, that was better than what was out there, and in turn do different, better work um, for people, uh, sorry, for our clients. Um, but as, you know, as we developed, as that's, you know, as, as we started to actualize on that vision, um, you know, I'd say it's, it's about our team, you know, we, um, you know, seeing the personal growth development, satisfaction, gratification that comes out of our team and, you know, the amazing people that they are continue just to, you know, grow and see their success that that's, uh, that's what, uh, you know, makes the, the long, long days, uh, long, you know, uh, Know, six, seven, seven day work weeks worth it. Yeah. Um, yeah. seeing their, their progress and, and their success. Nice, nice, nice. What about you, George? What, why do you, no, I mean, why I, do I, you do it? I, 
No, I, I mean, I fully agree with that. It's, it's what makes it worthwhile is, is the team growth. Like I just totally a hundred percent with Carl on that one. I mean, the second thing to that is obviously our clients, you know, building something for them that again, that wasn't there before, um, seeing them like get really, really excited by something they haven't seen before. Um, something that they can go away, take to the rest of the team, um, you know, take to that manager meeting, making, making them the heroes. You know, that's what we absolutely love to do is making marketing managers, the heroes, you know, going back to their team, presenting this beautiful work, their new brand. Um, and, you know, we've had some lovely moments with that. So um, yeah, team and clients. All right, gentlemen. So let's get outside of work here now. So you guys, <laughs> um, let's have some fun. Question is, are you guys early riser or night owls? Both. <laughs> I was gonna say I fluctuate. I fluctuate massively. Yeah. I I pretend I like moonlight as a as a as an AM person, but realistically, I love a good lay-in. So um, I, I fluctuate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say I would say I'm uh, productive in the morning, creative at night. Okay. Are you guys grabbing in the mornings coffee drinkers? Absolutely no. Not. Absolutely not. Sticking to my English roots. Oh, Got to stick to my English roots, man. Tea all the way. All the way. All right. <laughs> what about you, Kyle? Are you yeah, yeah, are I'm you a, coffee drinking? Uh, I'm absolutely a coffee drinker. Yeah, I uh, got some uh, Saint Frank pour over nice, Saint Frank out nice. in uh, out in Russian Hill. Um, yeah, big big coffee fan. George has tried to swing me on the tea a few times. I just just doesn't do it for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the team, though, a lot of the team when we were in the office, I I got some converts. I did. I got them across. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm like, I've tried. I've tried to do the coffee thing in the mornings and, and then at night I'll kind of, you know, have a little bit of tea. But it, it just, uh, yeah, I'm just addicted to the coffee. It just, it doesn't, it, it doesn't hit me. So, yeah. And then on the opposite side of coffee, when we're, you know, as far as drinks, uh, what's your guys' cocktail of choice? I got during COVID, I feel like we're all drinking a little bit more during <laughs> oh, COVID. Sure. And I think I've got, I got really into Palomas and I'm not ashamed of it. You know? I really love a good Paloma. Nice. It's very refreshing and that's my go-to at the moment. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. What about you, Kyle? <laughs> so I don't, I don't have a go-to classic. I'm like more of a flavor of the week type guy with cocktails. Right now I've been super into uh, the Vesper Martini from, uh, from yeah. James Yeah. 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 That was <laughs> yeah. a good one. Very good yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, I was up in uh, I was up in Calistoga a couple months a couple months ago and uh, tried one at uh, Sam's up there and I was I was hooked. Really nice. Liked it, so highly recommend. All right, yeah, no, that's a great one. Now, as far as uh, the other question, I like to ask because we're Bay Area, so give and take. Are you guys? Uh, do you guys prefer to Uber or are you are you driving around in your own car? Oh yeah, driving around in my own car. Yeah, for sure. Only recently, though. Only recently. What are you, Kyle? Uh, I'm Uber everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> You're Uber everywhere. Okay. Yeah, okay. 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 I got enough, and, enough parking tickets and sold my car. And uh, yeah, I've been I've been Ubering, longboarding, and and biking ever since. Okay. Well, see there. There you go. So then, as, as far as transportation wise, so um, uh, you see so your longboard. Uh huh. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. And George, what do you? Uh, as far as car, what's your what's your dream car? Dream car. Oh, Jaguar F Type. You know, hard top. Uh, it has to be, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if you could tell, Rick, but George is from England. I don't know if that's come. Yeah, through. I know, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Just, just wanted to yeah. double check. That was coming through. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right, guys. You guys have a. You the other next question is: You guys have a day off. Uh, you, what's your perfect day off? Oh, perfect day off. That that's easy. It's a day at the beach with with my friends. That's you know that's. Uh, 
yeah, that's my, that's my happy place. Warm, warm weather, water and, uh, and friends. Nice, nice, nice. What are you doing? Uh, inside, in the dark, in the damp, with friends at the pub. Totally opposite. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, guys, uh, top two places that you guys have visited in your life. I'm gonna say uh, I love Barcelona, Spain, and um, Thailand. I did a, did about a month in Thailand uh, a while ago, and. Loved it. So no surprise, places that have amazing beaches, warm weather, super nice people and great food. <laughs> what about you, George? Um, I love Amsterdam. That quirky architecture gets me every time. Love it. <laughs> and uh, all right, <laughs> Kyle. Uh, and then actually California. I love California. I haven't explored enough of it yet. Um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of getting through it, but it's incredible out here. I don't plan to leave anytime soon. And, um, yeah, I just can't get better beaches now here. So still exploring CA and very much enjoying it. Awesome. 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 And as far as, um, because obviously I, I love to read as well, uh, as far as, is there any book recommendations, uh, maybe even fiction or nonfiction that you guys, uh, Kyle, did you want to start off if you have any books that you, you like? I'm going to, I'm going to send that question over to George. <laughs> okay. So he's the reader. <laughs> we get our information in very, very different ways. Carl's younger than me. So he's the yin and the yang. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. No, I mean it for business. Uh, recently I was reading no rules, um, rules by, um, Reed Hastings. That was pretty much a game changer for me. Like looking at the culture this year for born and bred, I think, really understanding like you know how those guys do it it's a very you know in san francisco especially it's very well known you know that kind of culture i think so many tech companies have, have taken it on but for us you know trying to build a culture in covid has, has been really interesting so that's helped me a lot during that and then um god what else building a story brand one of my favorite books by donald miller um just an amazing strategic book about how to like actually build a brand from the ground up and thinking about it in a very different way um, and then if I'm going like, you know, I love a good illustration book. So Oliver Jeffers, fantastic illustrator, and um, he has some incredible books. Um, here we are. He, he very much like talks about kind of like, you know, the world's needs, you know, and how what's kind of going on in the world and translates into children's books. So, you know, that's my illustrator at heart. And um, so, yeah, those are my top three. Nice. Nice. All right, guys. So just to kind of close out the podcast, um, I got two, two cool, really two big questions. One is a little bit harder. The other one's a simple, uh, simple ask, but uh, we can, I can start off with you, Kyle. Uh, how would you, how do you want to define your legacy up to now? Uh, great question, Rick. I mean, certainly in progress. We'll, we'll start there. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, but you know, up until now, I mean, Look, I, I think as long as, um, as long as, you know, it's, it's obvious that we've taken, you know, the road less traveled or try to do, you know, try to do things differently. Um, you know, I think I'd be, you know, really, really happy defining it that way. And, um, hopefully, you know, our team and born and bred and our clients recognize that, you know, it's the uh, personal decisions and kind of almost like left time dedication to wanting to, you know, do things a little differently, make things better. Um, that has led to, you know, the creation of this agency, which is now much bigger than George and I and, uh, and a you know, brand that we've built. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, status quo breaking and, and trying to make things a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, I, I fully agree with Kyle. I think we're a long way off uh, to be 
on it, you know, to uh, to use the word legacy. But um, yeah, I mean, just just kind of echo what Carl said, really. I mean, I think um, to be able, to, you know, it's that old saying of you know, leave it better than you found it. You know, I think like to be able to do that. Um, in the context of building a team that is really excited to, you know, build brands, I think that you know that that would be make me very very happy. So, um, but yeah, I think we're a long way off from that word right now. <laughs> the, the legacy. I know it's always when I ask that, it's always like it's always like this big like oh my god legacy. But uh, but no, that, I mean exactly. But it's it, it also I mean it's important just. To really where where you're going, the, the 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 where you're aiming towards, and and you know, and, and how you want to be remembered, right? So that, that's what Absolutely. that's what it's about. Um, finish this sentence, Kyle. George is uh, George is the born and born and bred. Uh, he's the you know chief creative officer, the uh, leader of the the creative team. And then George, I'm going to ask you, Kyle is. Well, I've got to finish off now, haven't I? I've got no choice. Carl's obviously the bread of the company. Um, no, he, he absolutely is. He's uh, he's the reason we are a business and not a design agency. You know, he's you know he's uh, amazing growth minded and and the reason we're growing so quickly and the reason it's such an exciting time for us. So um, nice. And um, just to close up, you guys, um, as far as if you guys want to uh, your social media handles, if someone wants to get a hold of you um, socially or online, um, what um, the website for you guys is a uh, creative agency. Is. Yeah. So, um, born and bred brand.com. Um, you can just type in born and bred agency into Google will come right up and, uh, you know, don't, uh, our, our, uh, email on there, hello at born and bred goes to both George and I. Um, so yeah, give us a shout, follow us on Instagram at born and bred brand and, uh, looking forward to uh, hearing from y'all and, and really appreciate you, uh, having us on Rick. Absolutely. It was an absolute honor to have you guys on. I learned a lot. I, 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 you guys are, you guys are the real deal as far as your guys' agency. I am, I'm really excited. I, and I do say check out their website. I think their website's really, it's badass through the way it's constructed and you just get a good vibe that there's a lot of things going on, but, um, but you can tell by, you know, your guys' individual style. I mean, you guys, you guys have something. So it's, uh, so thank you for being on. Really appreciate you having us. Thank you for listening to another Scotch Parlor podcast. Please visit scotchparlor.com to see short documentary videos, photos, and more podcast episodes of other inspiring creators. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast and check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Scotch Parlor. Till next time, cheers and go create.